Welcome to the Fit and Fierce podcast, a show to inspire and empower you and remind you that we're all a little messed up and that's okay. I'm your host, Megan. And in my personal journey, I realized that the fiercest thing I ever did was to ask for help. I no longer wanted my story to rule me. I was going to own it and share it. And throughout each one of these episodes, I want you to remember that being flawed doesn't make you less. It makes you more. Hey lady, welcome back. I was sitting on this episode for a handful of days. I like to be prepped. I like to be prepared and have them ready to go. I don't like that sense of urgency that I need to. That's not an energy that I ever want to bring to this. And I was just kind of blank, truthfully. I was just kind of tapped. And I'm coming off a week of holding space in the most beautiful container amongst the pause breathwork students that are going through their breathwork facilitation currently. And oh my gosh, just uh, the most amazing experience and getting to witness other people's journey and see them grow and push to their edges and be challenged and challenge one another and support and hold one another is just oh it was a lot and it was a lot (laughs) it was a lot just a little bit tapped energetically and so I, I sat down this morning and I recorded this whole blabbing blithering episode that I just got done with and I just instantly deleted it wasn't it wasn't what I wanted and it wasn't what I fit. And that's never the energy that I want to share with you because I honor each and every one of you so deeply. Whether this is the first episode that you've listened to, whether this is the, I don't even know how many episodes are on now, 200, which is fucking bonkers. That's a lot of Megan talking at you. That's a lot of Megan talking at you. Whether you've been here for the whole ride or this, wherever you're at, I one episode, I just want to greatly, greatly, greatly say, greatly, greatly say, can you tell still the brain, <laughs> woo wee, the brain's not fully firing here. I want to say thank you. Thank you. It is an intimate space. Whether you are driving, in the shower, cooking, sleeping, walking, exercising, all of it. The fact that you select to download this, you listen to this, that takes effort, that takes a choice on your part, and I am, it is an honor. It is deeply, deeply an honor of mine to hold for you. And that being said, that's how I show up. When I hold space for somebody, whether it is in a breathwork container, whether it is in a coaching container, whether it is as a human-to-human container, or on this podcast, I want to show up in the best energetic space that I can meaning not meaning that I have to put on a facade or I have to spiritually bypass my shit no it means that I'm a clear container it means that I am holding a clear presence a loving and an aware presence that I get to truly be with somebody and connect with somebody and allow them have the experience because at the end of the day it's never about me it's not about me It's about you. It's about your experience. And where this all leads into, I'm not 100% sure, so we'll kind of see where it goes. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe this will be (laughs) Okay, let's slow down. Let's take a breath. (sighs) 
Maybe this will be deleted as well. I should. But I shouldn't because I'm a human and that's just how shit goes. So on that ramble, a space that I really came to was the necessity for all of us to protect our energy, to clear our energy, to hold firm in our energetic boundaries, to set energetic boundaries. And let's have a conversation about how this looks. Let's have a conversation about how this feels for me and about ways that you can implement it into your life as well. Boundaries, setting boundaries, holding boundaries is a lesson that the universe and I keep coming back to time and time again. It is a grade in school, in earth school, that I have sometimes skimmed by, sometimes exceeded with flying colors. Most of the time, it's been a little tricky. It's been a little tricky. And it's usually not until I get to a nearing crash and burn space that I'm reminded, reminding myself, and the universe is reminding you, hey, remember those boundaries? Remember the promise that you made to yourself of how important it is to hold boundaries for you? Let's let's revisit this. Let's get this down so it feels a really good flow. Boundaries are really tricky. Most of the time, the boundaries that are the most challenging to set are the boundaries with the people that we love and care about the most. And that's even more challenging. Where do you sit with boundaries? How do they come up for you? And I could be talking about boundaries around uh, your energy. I could be talking about boundaries around how much you use your phone. Boundaries around what you allow your children to do. What you, how you react with your partner, your parents, your loved ones, your, what, yeah, your animals. It doesn't matter. There's all different kinds of boundaries. And you can kind of lean into what feels best for you. And I have really found that it's it in the past it's been an easy place for me to drop my boundaries and to let others intrude into my space because I think or I believe that that makes me a better and a more worthy human being. That people will love me more, that people will trust me more, that people will know that I am worthy and deserving. When in reality what happens is I let others intrude on my boundaries. I choose to let them do that. That is my choice. It's your choice if somebody is crossing your boundary and you're allowing them to. And when I do that, when you do that, I lose integrity with myself. Oftentimes it shows up and I'm fatigued. I'm angry. I'm upset. I'm frustrated. And that's not fair to the person Or the thing that I'm allowing to intrude in my boundary because that was my choice. I have to take personal ownership over that personal responsibility over this is what I set and I'm not holding firm in that. And what it really, really digs down to is being in a space where you know that you are worthy and deserving of having that for you. Boundaries are some of the most loving Actions that we can take. They're the most, they're meant with love. They're meant with love. And they're not always reciprocated. And that's the tricky part. Because not everybody, just because you set them, is going to respect your boundary. But that does not mean that it is your responsibility 
to take that boundary down. It means that it's their responsibility to look at what they are doing. They have to take personal responsibility for themselves. And there are some that we can have conversations with about and some that we cannot. And so what I've really found is being aware of what are the more challenging spaces, what have been the more challenging spaces for me to hold boundaries. My, my, probably my most prominent example is with work, is with work. And that is either being available to everybody at any point in time. That is not noticing or honoring when I have too much on my plate and choosing to put more on my plate and run myself ragged, which that's not fair to anybody. That's not loving to anybody and that's not loving to myself. So those are the two keys that are, are the most prominent truthfully at right now in this season of my life. And so when I was really struggling with this a couple weeks ago, knowing that I was going to be stepping into a space in the pause container, as I shared with you at the beginning of this episode last week, where it was energetically holding space, holding an open container for 130, 40, 50 students. That's a lot. That's a lot. And so I wanted to share some of the ways that I went about to protect my energetic boundaries, to protect myself. And to really check in with myself. Because if I can see this pattern happening, it's okay if it's going to happen. It's okay if this happens for you. It's, it's going to. We're human. That's, how, that we, that's just how things work. We don't have to beat ourselves up for that. But when we begin to notice, okay, all right, Megan, I see this pattern happening a little bit more. What is your choice with that? How do you want to proceed with that? Do you want to get pissed off at somebody because you're allowing them to walk over you? Well, that's not really fair to anybody. Do you want to have a hard conversation with somebody? Do you want to let them know, hey, I'm tapped. I'm tapped. I've taken on too much. I either need help or support or I just need some time to rest. Or do I need to have a hard conversation with myself and say, why are you making these choices? Why do you have to show up and be this and be on and be? Why, why can't you give to self? Where, where is there a disconnect within self? So the, the awareness and the conversations are one. They're a big, big step for me. And the other one is starting to notice when those pieces are being encroached on and making a proactive choice to, withhold, to hold up that boundary. To say, ooh, I scheduled way too many things here. Way too many things. Is there something that I can clear? Is there something that I can delegate? Is there something that I can eliminate off of that? Can I ask for help? That's a big one for me. Can I ask for help? And really, truly, what is a priority? At the end of the day, if something doesn't get done, or if something is left, is is the world going to end? No, I'm not that important. My shit's not that important. I love it. I think it's important, but is it that important? Not really. Not really. My well-being's important. My energy's important. My energy is my biggest resource. And if I am constantly allowing that to be drained, be depleted, and be eliminated by myself and by everyone else around me, how the hell am I going to show up for somebody else? 
holding space is the greatest gift that I can share with people. It truly is. It is my favorite role that I get to play. And I cannot do that if I have nothing else to give. And I know that's cliche. And I know we hear that all the time, right? The blah, blah, blah. You can't pour from an empty cup. Put on your own oxygen mask. All of this stuff. And it's true. And I have to assess for myself when I'm not allowing that to happen. And what what do I need to do that? And I've learned the hard way that the longer that I allow those boundaries to be walked on, the longer that I allow my energy to be given away and be depleted, the longer that it takes to replenish that. And I don't want to constantly be in a cycle where I'm running on, I feel like the vision that comes to my head is running on a treadmill. I don't want to be running and running and running and running and running to keep up. I don't want to just be bobbing my head above water and treading feverishly to keep up. I want to feel restored and rejuvenated. And then when it comes down a little bit, then I can fill up my cup. I can do little sips of energetic breaks instead of a huge freaking meltdown. And that's played out in my health. That's played out in my relationships. That's played out in, in all areas of my life. And I'm sure it has for you as well. So when I think about setting my energetic boundary, I know what is truth in self. And I have to go within self too. I'm looking at that awareness. I'm asking myself those questions. And then I have to make sure that I have practices in place so I can fill up. I can take little sips and top off instead of constantly having to do a bunch. And for me, that really is stillness. That's spaciousness. It's journaling every morning. It's reading at night. I made a commitment to myself to read 10 pages at night. And sometimes it happens. Most of the time it does. And guess what? There are some times where I'm tired or my schedule doesn't allow it. And that's okay. But that's a really sacred space that I'm allowing for myself. That's time in nature. That's time with people that I love. That's real true connection time. That's allowing somebody to hold me, which is uncomfortable. That's yoga. That's meditation. And of course, you know, I'm going to drop in that that's breath work because that's stillness for me because that's going within self. That's choosing to heal self. That's choosing to empower self. That's being with self. That's really assessing, oh man, this is what my body's telling me and my body's telling me this because I've been leaking out energy and I haven't been conserving it or giving it back to self. Okay, so what do I need to do? Breathwork has really been my check and my question, my holder of space for self to say, what do I need? It allows me to listen to my body. It allows me to trust it, to feel safe in a space, to ask myself that question. And it's still and it's silent and it's quiet enough in my brain to have a true answer come, not an ego answer, not a filler answer, not a rushed answer. And sometimes there's not an answer. Sometimes there's not. It's Reiki. It's energy healing for self. It's seeking out others for energy healing, for giving back to me, to hold me. And I know that this is something that we've talked about a lot. And this is really, truly the basis of release of my program that's starting in next week. Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm so excited. But it really is these practices of strengthening your relationship with yourself 
Because in order to have strong boundaries with others, we have to feel confident. We have to trust ourselves. We have to love ourselves. We have to maybe like ourselves to begin with. You have to feel that within self to really hold that strongly with others because others are going to push your boundaries. They're going to test it. And they're not meaning to do anything harmful, but it might come across that way. But when I have a strong relationship with myself, I can stand a lot firmer in those boundaries. Or I can lovingly be curious about why I'm not and come to a space where I give myself conversation to do so. And release is woven in with all those practices. There's Reiki energy healing to really clear out stuck and stagnant energy. There's breath work for that. There's meditation. There's journal prompting. There's a community to hold a container for you, to hear you, to see you, to be around like-minded other people. And there are just a few spots left. So it is if it is something that you've been thinking, if you're feeling that nudge come up in your system, let's talk about it. Let's see if it's aligned. And maybe before that, maybe it's you just taking a breath or two or three and asking yourself, why are the words that she is speaking, why are they pinging in my system? Why are they connecting with me? Ask yourself that question and you get to find the answer. You get to empower self. You get to stand up for your true self because you know the answer. We all know the answer. It's inside of us. We just have to quiet down and learn to trust and feel safe in ourselves to honor those answers that are coming up. So those practices that are woven in the program are the practices that I use very, very frequently. I'm not going to say daily. Some of them I do daily. Some of them I just do often. The other thing is making sure that I'm clearing my space. I visually, before I work with any clients, I clear out my energetic space. I don't want my energy intruding with theirs and I don't want theirs merging with mine. That's not fair to either one of us. And so I can burn plants to do that. I can burn sage or juniper, palo santo, whatever feels good for you. I make sure that my space is clear and that it's open. I drop into my center channel. I use essential oils for that. I will do some breathing practices before that. I will just make sure that I am a clear channel. I am a clear channel and projecting that and protecting my space. Sometimes visualizing an actual bubble around me. If I'm going into a a store, which I despise, especially a grocery store, I've it's not it's not a new thing that you have heard me bash grocery stores. I mean, I love them. That's great. They give me what I need, but fuck, I hate them. That's a lot of energy to be around and to absorb. So I will visualize an actual bubble around my space. And maybe I will put in headphones when I'm in the store. Maybe I need to be in my world, in my lane. And that's okay. That's okay. And those are things that are easier to do when it's strangers in a store. It's not always exactly the same when it's people we love. But maybe it's distancing. Maybe it's knowing how much you can give to somebody else. And then pulling back and doing what you, taking a five minutes, taking a day, taking a week to give to yourself with what you need. There's also practices like earthing, where you're walking in nature, where you're touching nature. And if there's something really heavy, I like to visualize, I will do this in water or I will do this in grass or touching a tree. There's a tree that I walk by every day and I put my hand on the tree and I just close my eyes and every day I say, what do you have what do you have for me today? What do you have to show for me today? 
and it looks fucking bonkers. I'm sure the people walking around me think I'm a freaking nutcase. I don't care. I'm in my world. I'm in my zone. I got my bubble up. It's cool. But when I go out and I earth or I immerse myself in that water or the ground or the tree, I will envision any energy that I'm holding onto that I no longer want to, that is no longer mine to carry. I will envision that flowing through roots, through the bottoms of my feet, out down into Mother Earth, out into the water. And I will say I'm releasing what is no longer mine. I'm releasing the gunk that's clogging me up. And I'm allowing that energy to be transmuted, to be transformed. Energy doesn't disappear. It doesn't go away. It just is transformed. And I can't do that. It's something bigger than me that does that. It's something bigger than you that does that. But if I can release it and purge it out and let it go, I trust and I know that it can be transformed into something that is bigger and better and is love, is an energy of love and not darkness, an energy of light. Making sure that I'm hydrating and that I'm eating nourishing foods. And that doesn't mean a specific way of eating. It means from my system and my body what is nourishing to me. What, do, what does my system need? Sometimes when I breathe, I'll ask, what do I need? What do I need? And I'll lean into that, even if it doesn't make sense, even if it's not, quote unquote, the right way of eating. That's for me what I need. And that's cool. And I've learned as I've strengthened my relationship with self, I can hold that boundary with myself to not let toxic diet culture, fitness culture, other people's thoughts or opinions to bleed into that. I really had a hard time with that around food. Boundaries around food personally and with others was a very big stage of my life. It was a very big stage of my life. And so to be able to feel a lot more confident in myself and around that is because I did strengthen that relationship with myself. And I learned what those boundaries are and how to hold tight in them. So the water, the food, nature, burning something, crystals, cleansing. There's so many different ways. And I just encourage you to find some ways to cleanse out your energy, the gunk that's either yours or not yours. Because when we're clear, we can hold those boundaries a lot more firm. So it all comes back to that space. It's a loving practice to give to self to clear out your channel and to clear out the shit that's weighing you down energetically, mentally, physically, emotionally to show up and be the best version of yourself to hold those loving boundaries for, for yourself and for everyone else around you. And it's a practice. It is a practice. Don't be hard on yourself. Don't be judgmental on yourself. But just start to see what people, what activities, what thoughts, what actions are, are taking energy away from me. Maybe that's the easiest way to think about it. We'll just divide it into that. What are the things that deplete me? And what are the things that truly fill me? Not the things that are supposed to, not the pretty things, not the perfect things. But in truth, what are the things that fill me? And can we spend just 1% more time on the things that fill us and 1% less time on the things that deplete us and then start to build that capacity and push that edge and build that container? And the more that we do and the more that we practice, the easier that it gets. I hope this helped. I hope this gave a little bit of insight into 
how you can show up for yourself and how it really, really, truly does come down to having trust and relationship with self. It always does, right? It's kind of, (laughs) that's kind of it for everything. Who knew? Big shocker. But when I hear these things, then I realize that, oh, that really does fit into another aspect. That really does fit into another piece of my life. Because I'm going to end with telling you something that is not new for me to tell you, but is needed for you to hear again. You are so fucking worthy and deserving of all of this, of all of this and even bigger and even more. You are worthy and deserving of having boundaries for yourself. You are worthy and deserving of protecting your energy. You are worthy and deserving of having others respect your energy. And just because they don't doesn't mean that you are not worthy and deserving. You are worthy and deserving of having a relationship with yourself that you trust and you feel safe in your system. And do not let your ego tell you otherwise. You can feel it. You can honor it if that thought comes up, but you can choose different. And there are practices and there are tools and there are pieces that I can help you with if you need help with to guide you in a way that says, I'm choosing different. I don't know what that looks right now, but I'm choosing different. Sending you so much light, so much love always. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fierce podcast. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes, subscribe and download so you never miss an episode and drop me a rating and review. It's the best way to support the show and to keep more episodes coming your way. See you next time.